Thank you for joining us for this episode of Comply on the Fly with M3 and Karen B. Comply on the Fly is your trusted weekly resource for reliable insight and quick answers on common employee benefits compliance questions. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Seek the advice of counsel for any employee benefits, compliance-related guidance, or strategy. Hello, everyone. I'm Karen Beach, and the Comply on the Fly question of the week is, when can an employee make a change to a dependent care election? Great question, and one that we get from time to time. I do think in order to best answer, it is important to understand dependent care. Section 129 of the Internal Revenue Code allows for dependent care assistance programs, or what we refer to as DCAPs. Under Section 129, a dependent care assistance program is defined as a separate written plan of an employer for the exclusive benefit of its employees to provide such employees with dependent care assistance. The benefit of this program is that taxpayers, your employees, can exclude up to $5,000 from gross income for amounts paid or incurred by the employer for dependent care assistance pursuant to a DCAP. We did have a nice increase in that maximum amount during COVID, but we are now back to the lower amount of $5,000. Most Commonly, employers will allow employees to participate in DCAPs on a salary reduction basis under a cafeteria plan, which of course is Section 125 of the Internal Revenue Code. If you offer dependent care through your cafeteria plan, then that dependent care assistance program or DCAP is subject to all code requirements affecting cafeteria plans, including elections, and required qualifying events to change those elections mid-year. So, under what circumstances can an employee change a dependent care election mid-year? Of course, you as the employer can restrict mid-year election changes through your plan design. But most Section 125 plans incorporate most or all of the IRS status change rules. The IRS rules allow a participant to change an election under a dependent care assistance program if any of the following occur. A change in status. So for our DCAP purposes, various changes in status may justify a mid-year DCAP election change, such as a marital status change, a change in the number of dependents, a change in the employee's employment status, a change in residence, or a change in the actual dependence status. Also, change in cost and coverage. Under these rules, certain changes in cost and coverage of the DCAP will justify a mid-year change in that election. When there is a change in the cost of a dependent care provider or when a participant changes dependent care providers, a plan usually can permit a mid-year election change. And of course, then, FMLA. Employees who take FMLA leave are entitled to revoke elections of non-health benefits, such as the Dependent Care Assistance Program, to the same extent as employees taking non-FMLA leave. Of course, any change to an election must meet the requirements of the consistency rule. This means that an election change must correspond to the reason the election is changing. For example, the employee's daycare provider moves, 
So the employee finds a different daycare provider for his qualifying child that happens to cost less. In this situation, the employee can decrease his DCAP election to reflect the change in that provider. Or maybe there is an employment status change, such that the employee or spouse has a work schedule change that would change the hours of the child care required and therefore the amount of dependent care expense. An increase or decrease in the election amount consistent with the change in cost would be allowed. Anytime you receive a request to change a dependent care election mid-year, it is best to review your Section 125 written plan document to ensure that there is a qualifying event that would allow the change and also ensure that the change requested is consistent with the allowable qualifying event. And that is your Comply on the Fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in. What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to askkarenb at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.